on this episode of the AIE Podcast. The Where to Start event has been a huge success. Sunday Fun Day is coming your way. The Swoop Rally is coming our way. What are these strange new golems? And we have Mei Lung to hear, here to talk to us about AIE in Lord of the Rings Online. Words are hard. Ooh. Yes, all that and much, much more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and this is the AIE Podcast. And with that, welcome to episode 346 of the podcast celebrating you, the Yacht Ass Gaming Community, the Die Has Been Podcast. I am Yukao. And somewhere over there is Bacala. Hey guys, there's a fig ricotta cake and a pineapple upside down cake in the Guild Kitchen. Yum. And to her virtual right and down and up or somewhere sideways is Tetsemi. I have more spreadsheets. <laughs> I am not surprised. No. But we are also joined this week by a special guest, Meilung, who is here to talk to us about AIE and Lotor. So welcome. Thank you. And with that, uh, we're going to see what everyone's been up to. And I'm going to go by my screen order, which says that McCall is first. All right. Well, yesterday, Ted and I actually had the honor of being on Rose Realm Maintenance for June um, to talk about the AIE podcast and our gaming community in general. Um, so that was absolutely fabulous. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was really neat kind of seeing also... How the sausage of that very long sh running show is made. Um, because you know how he does, you know, there is, you know, the end of the year where he has stuff from all the different guests. Well, seeing exactly the prep work he does into that in real time um, for that. So that was a lot of fun. We talked about the podcast, our history with it, um, how it works with our community. It was a really good time. We had a blast. And, you know, and Rose is a great guy. He's, member referred he's a personal friend so it, he made it very very fun and comforting uh so that was that was one of my experiences this week um i actually intended to play a video game today but then i couldn't find my password and so i will be actually playing final fantasy 14 shortly i have my character ah. made yes yeah. we just yes. have to get it on goblin when goblins open so right but no, no. until then, I am going to play with play um, just to kind of get used to it. I did a thaumaturgist. Did I do a thaumaturgist? Thaumaturgist. Yes, the, the one that's the one that, that that's like a, a sort like a D and D sorcerer. Um, yeah. So did that. That was fun. Um, and literally, I was just starting when I needed a report to the podcast. Mm. Um, let's see what else we are. Starting our long running, um, our Thursday group, D&D group, which is called Thursday Thunder. We are actually about to start our new campaign. We're doing a short one in between that um, front of AIE SJ was running. But now we're hopping into the real campaign. So I need to, or the, the long term campaign. Um, so I need to finish up a few things with my character tonight on that. Um, Call Cthulhu, still not crazy. Um, 
but we're dealing with a series of murders at a hotel in upstate New York. So it's been a very fun investigation. Where we're kind of trying to dig into people's motives and clues and all that. It's a very fun game because unlike a lot of um, RPGs, it's more puzzle-based. You don't always have big battles. You do sometimes. Uh, but this particular adventure is definitely more using our skills and trying to tie pieces together. Um, let's see. And we had our D&D game. Our, our weekend D&D game was a lot of fun because we are dealing with time travel. And Ooh. as I, my good character... Or bad. It, it, we, we've actually... Well, we... um. So we made a deal with Aloha, who was Aloha of the Seas, to free them from their prison. And basically I said, okay, you go here. It'll take you back to where I was trapped. You'll meet my servant. They'll tell you what you need to do. Um, so we then, back in time, saw them get trapped. Um, They're locked into a prison. There was a key split into three parts. And then we had candles that we had to light that took us to three different time periods to track down the pieces of the keys. And we, each time we would go, we, oh, and we were also told violence will draw the force of the darkness to us. That's something the so force of darkness would say to prevent you from being violent. Right. Well, we don't know because we actually didn't do a battle for all three oh, wow. pieces of the key. No, we did great. Um, so we went back to three, you know, so we had three different candles. We had to, you know, we would light them with the sacred flame um, and find that each piece of the key. And they, we, there were three different times of history. Um, and each time we came back, stuff would be slightly changed in the um, rune that we were at. So we oh, definitely okay. can see, oh yeah, we definitely changed stuff um, considerably. And each bit got scarier and scarier. Like, you know, each time, like, the first one was actually pretty easy. The second one was we were in the destruction of this, this civilization. And we had to get in and get out, get the key out um, as it was being destroyed by dragons. Of course. It's always dragons. Um, it's always dragons. And then the last was um, like a few, like about a thousand years later. And now the civilization has been taken over by the dark wanderer. What do you know that this God of God of chaos, which was actually involved in destroying the civilization pr previously. Um, so yeah, that was actually really, that one was actually the most dangerous because we had to walk into enemy territory and we were illusioned to look like the um, inhabitants of the area. But, of course, the dark priest saw immediately through us. It's like, oh, what are you doing here? And then realized what we were looking for, that we could lead him to him. Um, so gave us the key, thinking we would lead it back, uh, that third of the key. And then, because my character had it, I told the thief to pickpocket me. Because uh, mm -hmm. we have sending stones, you know, pickpocket me. They know I have it, so he took it and they ran and they got out while they actually were threatening, you know, threatening to kill uh, the mage and myself. 
Um, gotcha. And then, of course, yeah. So it was a good time. Um, my character is developing some really bad tendencies. She's a sweet girl. She's a goody goody. She's very prudish. This is the third time we've had a dark, dangerous, powerful NPC that she's found strangely attractive. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not sure what that says psychologically about this character, but, uh, but you know, great time. I think that's yeah, about my gaming wrap up. I don't, I'll, I'll touch my face you guys next time about Final Fantasy. See if I can actually sit down and play for a few minutes. I'll expect a full report. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, then sliding over to Ted Sammy, what have you been up to? Uh, leveling all the things, uh, just because of the, um, AI streaming event, I went in and updated my Guild Wars 2, found out I have a character in there, bags full of crap, I have no idea what to do with the character, where I'm at in the story, so I will probably be starting a new character just to get used to the system again, and then go back and figure out where I'm at. Speaking of that... So I logged on Lord of the Rings. And I said, Oh, I think I've got a, you know, like a level 30, 35 character on here. Nope. Level 60 and no idea what to do with it. So I'm going to pull Maylung in, uh, sometime and we'll sit down and figure out what quests I'm actually on, what zone I'm in, um, what I can do with all this stuff in my backpack. Cause I think I have, three slots open um that sort of thing so did that and then um leveled up my cloak as far as the corruption resistance in wow um two times two or three times from the new um orb you can purchase with um the new currency that they just released. I, f- I forget the echoes Nihilotha, I believe. Yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, so I've got to do one full clear this week of a horrific vision and I'll get a third orb and then I can bump it up. Um, so I've been, I've at least back in doing the invasions and um, cause you get, some for each major invasion and then the two minor invasions. Um, so I did those, uh, somehow the bad luck protection kicked in and I got a rank four essence out of an emissary bag that I didn't even know was possible to get out of there. (laughs) So I slotted that, um, made some really good progress on, uh, Nazoth, uh, just, we haven't seen enough of the two phases to get out of it cleanly to get to the final phase, which should just be a home run once we get there. So, um, looking forward to that. Um, I think we're going to work on that tonight. And then, uh, a lot of time in Final Fantasy 14, I, I think last time I had leveled up my samurai, so he's 60, uh, from 50 to 60, and then I realized you can level up summoner and scholar at the same time. You know, it doesn't matter which one you play, the other one levels. So I leveled those two up to 60, 
and got through all their stories. And now I'm working on the ninja. Um, and I've got her at 55, I want to say right now. Um, but I also capped out all the poetics armor. So all the ironworks, all the Shire, all the Scavian for all the classes. I have it all now. Uh, armor, um, accessories. So that's all taken care of. So it's like, well, I'm going to cap out. Now what? Now I'm starting to work on the weapons. So I'm starting on the ironworks and I have about half the weapons done. And then we'll go from there to the the Shire and then the Scavian weapons. Um, I'm just doing the base weapon. I'm not doing the augmentation or anything because um, I just want to collect it. And once I have all those, I'll go back and uh, recollect the augmentation and go from there. But um, having having a lot of fun. Uh, Summoner really clicked with me. There's there's been a few classes that um, just seem to click. Um, Bard definitely, machinist, dancer, all you know hit that sweet spot where they make sense and I can do good damage with them and keep myself alive. Um, I'm now adding summoner to that list. Uh, just the, it, it plays a lot like an affliction warlock and a demonology warlock combined from wow, because it's get your dots on a target, spread the dot from the target to all the other targets, get your pets to AOE those targets. And then you go into your, um, damage rotation, either single or AOE damage, reapply the dots, respread the dots, you know, pet abilities. So it's just a nice, uh, rhythm to it. At least now I hear it. Once you get past 60, it gets a lot more complicated. So then you have to start juggling a dragon. And yes. then later on, you have to start juggling that dragon with a phoenix. Right. So, Rack. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want Bahamut? Do you want a phoenix? <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. So that's yeah. what I've been up to. Um, a lot of a lot of time spent in Final Fantasy. Um, also working on the Beast Tribes. I think I've almost got um, the... Not the kobolds, but the ones near uh, Little Alamigo. The I call them the lizard folk. Um, oh yeah, uh, I forget um, their name too. Yeah, the Amaraji or something, something like something that. Along, yeah, something yeah, along those lines. Yeah. Um, and I, so I'm really, playing really that. big buff dudes. Yeah, look like they can break you um, in half. I got the first two set of quests open. When it finishes up today, I'll have the third set of quests open. And do that. So, and because you can do uh, twelve a day, but each tribe is only six. I've been doing those and the cobalt because the cobalt's fast. The Amaraji are a little uh, spread out, so that one's always a little slower. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they adjust how that works later on. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I'm doing the ARR stuff. Uh, I did the airship tribe. And got that all done because that was all done through crafting, which was really nice, or yep. mostly through crafting. And then I hear once you get into Heaven's Ward, there's another beast tribe that's purely crafting. Moogles. As well as a, yeah. So, yep. 
So that's and what I. After the Moogles, you get the catfish. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what I've been up to, and then I want to get back into Lord of the Rings and look at my ranger and see, you know, what where I am and what I need to do. So. Sounds quite busy. Well, speaking of Lord of the Rings, what have you been up to? Uh, uh, on one of my operations teams, I'm on two operations teams in SWOTOR. One of them, I can't remember everything I did because I was like almost <laughs> a week ago. Yeah. Uh, I do remember, uh, I think we did group finder and all that. Uh, and doing, uh, I'm a melee character on melee DPS on that one. So really fun, really nice to be up there in the fight. And because I've been playing a lot of melee and tank and all that stuff so where I'm up in the fight for MFN, uh, in Swotor on Tuesday, we went into dread fortress. I'm like, you know what? Let me jump on my, range character that I started doing operations and the raids and stuff like that on. Let me jump onto this character. We got partway through the first boss. I'm like, I don't really remember what I'm doing in this. I have I no memory of this place. Yes. I, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember my rotation. I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. I'm just going to fake it all. Right, right. But I mean, that was fun. And then on my other operations team, uh, we went into, we went back into Gods of the Machine, which we're slowly working on, making it to the Isaacs fight consistently. But, but once you get two Isaacs uh, to prepare to get into there, you got to pull droid, uh, tether droids and all this stuff. And I find every hole, every <laughs> spot you can right? fall to your yep. death. Oh, gosh. I find like everyone. Wow. <laughs> yeah. If there's a spot for me to fall to my death, I'm going to find oh, it yeah. in preparation for this. And when I was doing so well, and then I suddenly fell to my death, I'm like, oh, oh no. I ruined it. I was doing so good. I hadn't died. But that was the only time I died was but I was really proud of myself. I only died once on this preparation phase. <laughs> as, but, as Disturb says in the team, in the uh, chat room, you must know Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. considering that you know, on Wednesday night, I'm a tank. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in Lord of the Rings, it was about a month ago, they finally opened up character transfers. I'm like, hey, I've been waiting for this them to open this up i've been wanting to pull my main character from a different server over so let me go and do it i haven't played this character in at least two and a half years let me pull it over so been trying to get this character back up to date which i'm two and a half years worth of content to go through so i'm just trying to rapidly get it through it yeah I'm like eight months behind now. <laughs> I, I know the that's, feeling. So. That's only eight months. All right. And oh. Mew, what have you been up to? 
a few things. Um, I guess most recently, um, uh, the reason why I was not part of the rolling restart stuff last night is because I was busy doing the uh, part of the stream event, uh, doing the new player experience in Fallout 76. Um, obviously, I'm a, a little bit into Fallout. Uh, it's probably evident if you're looking at the uh, video, but... Um, yeah. So yeah, we uh, did a brand new character. Um, it wasn't, of course, without its hitches because you know, as, as usual, um, when you when you need it, your net decides to start acting up and uh, not. Basically, I got to a point where I got zero upload, um, and oh. so I ended up streaming out off of my phone to finally get going. So that was fun. Um, I honestly kind of I think I wanted to do it again, but uh, just further on down in the, in the character um, uh, setup, just to have a nice clean um, setting and have be able to have people ask questions. Cause while I was able to stream, it was, there was always a delay because I was on the cell phone internet and it has that lag. Right. right. So, you know, someone will ask a question and it's, they'll get interrupted by me saying something and we just kind of stepped on each other all night. But uh, hopefully I can get that video cleaned up a bit and uh, get it added to the uh, YouTube channel. But uh but yeah, I mean, other than that, it was fun. It was good to have the the interactions and the questions. I mean, there's a, you know a lot to do in that game. Um, it's uh, creating new characters is, is a lot of fun um, uh, because there's just so many branches in that that game, so many choices you can make. Um, lots of fun quest lines. You know, it's it's always interesting to see how things interact. Um, <clears throat> having the the human NPCs to interact with has definitely been a nice experience. And you can definitely see there's just been a constant stream of new players um, that, that are checking out that Wastelander stuff. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, if, if you've been at all curious, uh, it feels like a Fallout game now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was that was my last night. Um, <clears throat> other than that, have been um, poking at uh, Final Fantasy XIV a bit more lately, trying to get back into it. Um, decided to start uh, pushing harder on to Red Mage. Um, nice. It was, uh, yeah, that one's, it's a fun class. It was uh, it, sort of a fun fact is my very first class in Final Fantasy XI was Red Mage. Oh, because, okay. yeah, that's, it was my first foray into MMOs. And I thought, you know, I want a class that can do a little bit of everything. And this <laughs> is, you know, yep. hybrids were a new thing back then. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> And in, in, in hybrid fashion, it, it didn't do any one thing great, but it did do a couple things. So, yeah. um, but seeing how Final Fantasy XIV does it is, 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 is more interesting. It, it actually seems to do multiple things as well. And instead of um, the Final Fantasy XI style of, of uh, Red Mage, where it's part caster, part healer, um, Red Mage kind of does three things. It's a caster can heal and it can me- melee yeah which is a nice mix-up so it's just it's kind of and it's also nice and flashy and which you know that's that's how red mage is they have that flashy red suit that they're always wearing and the, the yeah. rapier and their poses and whatnot but you actually get to to dash in and slash at whatever you're fighting and then hop back out and, and then yeah yeah throw a few more uh, fireballs at them and i know it's just it's it's an interesting way of doing things and and the dual cast mechanic definitely makes things interesting because uh, one of the neat things about red mage is it's a caster but every other cast is insta cast right um, so oh, wow. yeah so 
you have your your filler spell, which is jolt, just to start things out, out, over. But then you're you're balancing white mage, uh, white magic, and black magic. Yeah. And so you're you're throwing you know uh, uh, void stuff at them while you're throwing rocks at them. Every now and then you'll get a fun proc where you can use that as your starter instead of jolt. So then you're getting you're getting your white ma- white magic and black magic start. Uh, uh, collect it even faster. Then you get it full. And then you can dash in and start doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And then you get to throw a holy at them and all that yeah. fun stuff. And then there's the always fun parts of being in a group where um, you know at a certain point you get raise. Um, so you can actually throw that in as a double cast so that your healers aren't having to waste their time and their instant casts on raising people in, in tougher fights. Yeah. Um, except. As usually when it ends up happening is, is I end up in dungeons where my character is limited to two levels of lore getting raised. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the healers are yelling at me, help, raise, help, help. It's like, I don't have it yet. I can't do it. Yeah. Do it, do it. No, I can't do it. I literally don't have the spell. It doesn't work. <laughs> so it's on my hot bar. Yeah, it's, it's, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, I'm still curious why they picked the level they did because it's like level 62. Right. So it's just, yeah. Why that point? Why not <laughs> earlier? It's yeah. yeah anyway, why not fifty-eight um, you know, or or the sixty? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like like make make it make it make sense. But anyway, but yeah, that's that's been more recently, and then uh, before that, uh, just the occasional bits of WoW. Um, I'm definitely in maintenance mode with WoW. Yep. Um, every now and then, it feels like I ha- might be getting into like, oh, maybe I'm getting into the, you know, getting a second wind, and then it just kind of edges out again. Yep. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like the, you know, the desire's there, but there's just, yeah, nothing. All these bright shinies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't help seeing all the fun stuff coming with Shadowlands. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like that looks like it's going to be fun. Oh well, I guess I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and I, I want to get I want to get my four characters, you know, as as ready as possible for it. So I actually have been doing that other weird side, the the blue side, um, a little bit, trying to catch up a character over there, just so that I have it ready. Um, because it, it's usually good to see things from both sides of the story. Um, I, I don't know that it'll be that different. Um, now that things have kind of settled in WoW uh, on the uh, on the Alliance side, uh, I think that the story is probably going to be very similar for Alliance and Horde come Shadowlands, but you never know. We, maybe we'll see something interesting because I do hear that uh, we might see Taronda doing some interesting stuff. Yes. But I think both sides might get to see it. Like maybe she'll finally get over her, oh, you Horde filth thing. So <laughs> We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. Oh, oh, and I guess the the big news we have over here is that, that we might have had a pirate ship dock in the backyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that's there's, been quite the source. There's been warnings that there's eventually going to be four women getting drunk on that pirate ship. <laughs> no. We have uh, yeah. like, it involves that pirate ship. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I knew it was coming. Yep. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be preparing the house, you know, reinforcing the back wall, that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we, we, I, I, I'm trying to have plans. I, I want the, the, it's in a neat spot, kind of in the middle of the yard, so like the grass kind of looks like very seaish, and so I want to put the back patio, maybe make it look like an island. That way, it looks like the pirate ship's kind of going by an island. 
Um, but uh, we're trying to figure out because you know it's, it goes back and forth. It was, it was, initially, we got the pirate ship for for our kiddo, but it seems like we got the pirate ship for the missus. So. Yeah, it's not a, no, it's Ken's pirate ship. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're we're you know we're we're basically trying to make things you know as as primo as possible here at home since we're going to uh, be here a while. Yeah. Um. You know, we want to make sure the outside area is fun too, so we're not trapped inside all the time. Although the Please. the heat the heat yeah. won't give us much choice. Right. Yeah. Um. Once but, the heat uh, dissipates, so you're you're good. Yep. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot of fun back there. We got some 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 swings in the trees and pirate ship i mean it's still kind of like pirate ship you know it's yeah yeah i mean when you're not used to it being there so long and then you just every time you walk out there oh there there's a pirate ship out there so. <laughs> exactly somebody but, landed uh, a gardanian airship in the backyard yeah i mean it was even more fun because essentially they installed it like during my sleep cycle Ah. So I, I was woken up by it of course because you need to, yeah. how can you not hear that much uh, stuff going ship. on yep but you know, I was still trying to sleep during the time, so yeah, I still got to walk out, and there's an entire pirate ship in the backyard, <laughs> nice. even more jarring. But uh, but yeah, um, exciting times. It's a, an investment for going nowhere, exactly. So that's probably about it. So I've yammered on long enough. Why don't we uh, look into to news um, and then get into El- uh, Lord of the Rings Online? All right, sounds good. A.I.E. News. So in case it wasn't evident, it's been a pretty huge weekend yeah. in A.I.E. Uh, we had our Where to Start streaming event. In fact, I think it's still going, isn't it? It is. STO is going right now. They started the same time we did. Yep, so they're having all the more fun than we are. But <laughs> we're still having fun. It's Don't worry, but you know they're having more fun. Um, we'll have a full blog post with links to the stream shortly, and we'll have links to each stream in the show notes. Um, huge shout out to streamers in the following games. We had Dan Kenia for ESO. We had Fezgig and Marcus for the WoW Alliance side. Um, Marcus then did SWOTOR. Uh, Durris did Division 2. Some guy named Mucow did Fallout 76. I think you've heard of it. Sai uh, did WoW. Yeah, it's a little game. Sai uh, did WoW Horde side. Horde side. Um, and Mailung and Marcus did some game called Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and then <clears throat> we had Abo, who did, you guessed it, Final Fantasy XIV. And we had Dent for STO, currently going on. Um, Marcus doing Call of Duty, and Max concluding uh, conducting our uh, Town Hall event, which um, was also recorded for everyone to watch. Yep. I want to do a big AIE thank you to Marcus and Fezgig for organizing this whole shindig this weekend. Lots of great content. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We had, we yeah, had, a, lot of, we had a lot of new people looking in. Mm-hmm. We had people going, oh, that game looks interesting. And, you know, buying the game or picking it up. Because a lot of the games, other than ESO, Fallout 76, and... I think Division 2 are free mm-hmm. to play, so you mm-hmm. can get started in the game and then decide if you want to subscribe or, or buy a time card or whatever. So it was a really good event. And the and the other cool thing, too, is for the games that aren't um, free to start, it's just a one-time fee and the rest is, is, is optional. Yep. So 
you know, if you if you like it enough to to put a put a dollar sign on it, you only got to pay the once, exactly. and then you're good to go. Right, and in Guild Podcast News, so Taurus Gate Podcast 343, timey wimey timeliney. Uh, Charles posted a bunch of uh, timey wimey timeliney stuff this week, so they cover that and more on the episode of this Gate Podcast for Star Wars The Old Republic with Sima, Max Gray, and Astromech, EPC 343. And in Working Class Nerds 76, Things We Enjoy, which by the way is live, available live on Twitch. Uh, Nick and Marcus sit down to record the show live on Twitch TV slash uh, Marcus B814 and talk about about why they love the games and activities that they do, plus discuss what they're doing in games in the past week or so. And in No Man's News in Destiny 2, the upcoming expansion is still receiving some buzz. Beyond the Light is available for pre-order on Steam and consoles. And speaking of Steam the summer sales on Hydra wallets. Uh, the iron banner is returning and has some new rewards. It will run from June 30th to July 7th. Note that skill based matchmaking is disabled this season. Good luck guardians. The sixth straight month of Twitch rewards for the games are now available. Link your Twitch and Bungie accounts to claim your rewards. And we have a link in the show notes on how to do that. Other news and highlights from the past week at Bungie can be found at the Bungie's website. Um, some are choosing to focus on completing content that will be destined for the content vault and may not begin be seen again for some time as the game moves into its new content model. Destinations and content contained within Io, Titan, Mercury, Mars, and Leviathan will be among the first things to be archived. So now is a good time to wrap up your experience with these locations. Remember to check out the public Discord Destiny 2 channel in AIE's Discord for the clan activity. Over in Des- uh, Division 2, uh, Title Update 10 is live with bouncing and other changes. We have a link in the show notes. And season two is live with the, f- and the first manhunt target is active. The roadmap is f- as follows. The where to start streaming event, uh, for, for event session for uh, division two happened l- last night or was that Friday night? No, it was last night. Was Friday last night, night okay. was just the, and well, the town hall. Yep. That's right. Yeah. The town hall took up a lot of time, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, it was broadcast by the game com- community's Twitch and uh, th- uh, the Duras's Twitch channels. Uh, it showcased a starting ca- a character's experience as they first entered the DC area, explained uh, game systems, and talked about the story. <clears throat> Should you be kicking at the game, there is a friend referral program. Make sure to contact a veteran player of the game so you could both receive some rewards. I think it's lots of uh, clothing options and some other goodies. Yep. If you'd like to join the clan, please contact Duris in Discord or use the LFO channel in the public Discord. Um, The game is discussed in the Division 2 channel. There is currently a general inquiry for those playing to see if a fun night can be established to get some playtime together. And as a note, you will have to go partway through the tutorial of the game to even be able to join the clan. So don't expect to do it immediately. You just have to get to a point where it'll even tell you now you can do clans. Right. And then Diablo news. The new season for Diablo 3 is just around the corner, and it will begin on the 3rd of July. Season 21 is named The Trials of Tempest. 
And the latest Diablo 4 quarterly update is available at uh, Blizzard's website. Search for Diablo. Um, it's a good read and talks about the new open world of Sanctuary as well as team playtesting experiences. If you'll be driving back into the game for the new season, look for an invite to the clan and community in the public Discord LFO channel. And in WoW news, our Summer of Love is coming up. End of July, beginning of August, still solidifying dates, but just keep an eye on everything. Watch for announcements on that. And if you have any ideas for WoW events, please contact Cyrene. Uh, also, tune in July 8th at Blizzard for a Shadowlands update. This is the one that was supposed to happen, I think, June 4th and got rescheduled. So um, that will be Ian and the game director. No. Whoa, yes. Whoa. Ian and Laura? Ian, no. Ian and uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, not not lower though. Um, one of the higher ups. Um, but while I try and come up with a name, in WoW Classic, uh, Vanilla's F- Sunday Fun Day uh, happens at. 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Scoop out a little time from your schedule and level up with us in WoW Classic. Whether you're just starting out and sprinkling through the starter quest or adding the cherry on top of a max level 60, everyone's invited to join us in an old-fashioned social hour in-game and in Discord. And just remember, if you're subscribed to WoW, you're subscribed to WoW Classic. So, uh, you know, it's... Um, not any additional money to start and hop in. Uh, we are on Pagel, US Pagel Horde side. Um, and the person I couldn't think of was the executive producer, John Height, and then Ian's the game director. So that yeah. was, yep. All right. Over in Sotor, the last two weeks of MFNs have seen us going into Karaga's Palace on the pub side and Dreadforce on the imp side. Uh, Fortress, sorry. Um, <clears throat> afterwards this week, uh, we killed the Isotope 5 droid known as Golden Fury in Tabaro's Courtyard, or as we sometimes call it, the Golden Chicken in the Marriott Courtyard. Yep. And no one got killed in the laser because they were reading Discord. <laughs> Everyone stand in the laser. No, no one stand in the laser. <laughs> uh, this month's Mega was extra special as Marcus and Fezgig took part in the Where to Start streaming weekend. That seems to be a recurring uh, event going on in this. Yep. Um, <clears throat> uh, Marcus streams Fotor character creation and beginning play for a Nautolin Marauder. Nautolin, which one's that? Nautolin. Nautolin. Nautilin. Oh, okay, oh, that's why I'm Will saying. Smith's baby. Sorry. Will Smith's Sorry. baby Hi. from... Uh, uh, oh, God. The heck is the name of the movie? Uh, Men in Black. Men in Black, Men too. In Black. Yeah. Or it was, uh, no, the original Men in Black. So, yeah. Yep. I'm sorry about that, guys. I completely... My, I froze. Ah. You did drop out. We can still hear you, though. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Let so. me turn my... Turn, there we go. And now you can see me? Yep, you're perfect. Yes, I see you. Okay. I don't see Are you ready for me in ESO? Yeah. Uh, no. Almost. Okay. No. Almost. Okay. Almost there. 
<clears throat> because we were talking about uh, Fezgig creating a new character to play along. Yep. Um, together, Marcus and Fezbig put together a whole weekend of streaming for the guild that was truly epic. Truly, truly epic. Um, coming up this Friday will be Mailung's Master Mode Flashpoints for the R-Tech Ice Mount. Maybe you can talk about that for us. Yep. And uh, come knock out a couple of Flashpoints towards this achievement to have some fun. In game news, the All Worlds Ultimate Swoop Rally starts this week, and we'll definitely be checking out this event. Uh, there will be new reps to gain, of course, new mounts to get, titles, and achievements to earn. Okay. Lots of fun to be had. So, tell us about the Aerotech Ice Mount. What what's going on with that? Uh, the Aerotech Ice Mount. Uh, what it is is you. There's a mission to get this mount, and you had you have to do like eight different flashpoints in master mode which ah. is the highest difficulty you know there's a lot of mechanics involved and going through every other friday which because of this we put it off a week so it's starting up this coming friday okay uh, and we go through we do the next one online or if we have someone new then we'll do one of that and we'll just hit group finder for the ones that we need and we'll go through and just do it you know one of those where if you don't know the mechanics and all that stuff don't worry i don't either unless i've already <laughs> done it i don't know the mechanics of the national flashpoint so don't worry about it you learn just, them as you go it, exactly it's one of those to have fun some of us have had this mission in our logs for over five years right. so it's a good way to get together with other people from AIE and start working towards this mount. Awesome. Sounds like a great idea. All right. And Anthonos. Graymore is awesome and the antiquity system is still fun. The past few MFNs have been focused on the new zone and Friday's MFN, we will group and run two public dungeons. As part of the antiquity system, in addition to treasure, you can sell gold and furnishings. You can also get the very cool-looking Ebon Dwarven Wolf Mount. The mount requires 17 different pieces, and the lead to each piece is dropped in a specific location. Throughout the week, people have been grouping up in Discord to farm the leads together. So if you're after the mount, feel free to help request help in Discord or Guild Chat, or wait for others to say they're going to farm their farming runs. All right. And in Final Fantasy XIV news, the Final Fantasy XIV raid team completed Eden Five Savage. Very nice. Uh, Excellent. Savage is the mythic version of uh, Final Fantasy XIV dungeons, or the 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 nightmare, whatever the hard mode version of the Star Wars dungeons are. The the toughest one. Um. Map night is on break for July 4th, and then we'll resume on July 11th, and we'll do a level 70 map run instead of the level 80, because those mats still sell well, because everyone's doing 80s and not the 70s. Uh, remember, we are on the Goblin server in the Crystal Data Center. It is a preferred server, which means you get the Road to 70 XP buff on new characters created on Goblin when it's unlocked, usually early yeah. in the morning. So hit it 
like before you go hiking or late in the evening when your insomnia strikes. Either Oh, wow. It, that feels Trump-targeted information. I know, thanks. right? Um, <laughs> wow. As always, please join the Final Fantasy XIV channel in AI Discord and see the MFN list for all the game activities. I think there's literally... What? Something going on in Final Fantasy fourteen every night of the week. Five except, out of seven nights. It's yeah, ridiculous. five out of seven nights. So it's awesome. Yep. Um, also, just because this one kind of slipped by and and people didn't see it or know about it, um, the Moogle Treasure Trove is going on. So if you open your bags and you see irregular tombstones sitting in your bag from running your roulettes and stuff like that. Uh, that's going until the patch drops. Go spend those on the, uh, the Moogle. Uh, I picked up a couple of nice mount, three nice mounts, uh, that were 50 each. Um, and now I'm rebuilding up to get more stuff. Um, also July 2nd through July 27th, Breaking Brick Mountains. This is a collaboration event with Dragon Quest 10. If you've already played through it on the character, you can't play through it again on that same character, but your other characters are able to do it. And by character, I mean an actual separate character, not just switching jobs and the quest would be available. You have to actually do it on a different character. Um, Speak with Havoc Alvac of the Mithril Eye to learn where these strange new golems may be found. Uh, Note, seasonal quests can't be completed after the event has been concluded, and the event is identical to the one previously held. Completed quests can't be undertaken a second time. You can collect the Thug Mug's Headpiece Glamour, the Wind-Up Brickman Minion, and the King Slime Crown, also a Headpiece Glamour. Yeah, I'm hoping they do this with the Final Fantasy 15 crossover, because yeah. that, that car is pretty cool. But yep. but yeah, the, the King Slime Crown is pretty um, coveted as well. I know a lot yeah. of people like grabbing that. It's very unique. All right. Over in uh, Star Trek Online, there is a fleet report. Uh, fleet nights are on Sundays at 7.30 p.m. Central, so 21 minutes ago, although they're doing the event, so things are right. probably a little different today. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a good core group of players, <clears throat> always willing to help new players and adjust content to allow lower-level players to participate. Uh, they are continuing to work on the fleet holding. Uh, Embassy Inspire are both progressing. Uh, there is always an event running or scheduled to run in game to get equipment or work towards getting a free end game ship. Yep. And they have 11 people for the event right now, which is huge. Usually it's four or five up to six people. So they almost double that for the event tonight, which is nice. Yeah. I've, I've heard all kinds of new voices, seen new names. It's definitely been, been a great experience so far. Yep. But let's go ahead and get back to Melong and find out what's going on in Lord of the Rings Online. So what's going on over there? Well, uh, you know, currently right now, the Wells of Lang Flood is the new level 130, which is the current level cap area. Uh, or, and I know this is going to drive Marcus crazy based on his recent podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. Or if you don't want to do Wells of Lang Flood, you can also do the Dwarf Holds quest line. That's right. You can do two different things for if you're in the level cap area. Oh, nice. That's cool. Plus, uh, 
it, it is really nice. You know, you get to do two different things uh, all depend on if you want to go down this road or this road. So it's really neat that they give you that option. That is fabulous. Is it an either or, or can you work on both? From my understanding, you can go through one and then the other, or there are some people where they're like, you know what? I don't care about this one. So I'm I'm just going to go down this one. Yeah. No, but that's awesome that you can do both. That's always good. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, Stuff we're doing in uh, our SNL, the Saturday night, Saturday night Lotro, you know, we have started up where we're doing a PVMP and a regular rotation where every once in a while we will go into the player versus monster player. You know, we'll bring in our monster player tunes and do uh, the PVP style of thing that they have. So that's really fun. Which to do that, you just need to have created a level 10 character on that server. So just as long as you have a level 10 character, you can roll up a monster player. We can get you into the tribe that we have in Lotro. And you can join us in hunting down those uh, free people and killing them off, which is really fun to do. (laughs) And which server are we on? Uh, We are on the Landraval server. Oh, cool. So I don't have to go anywhere. I'm there. You were already there. It's just a matter of getting you an invite. Yeah. Yeah, and they're already at a level 130. They yeah. Blasted right wow. through those levels. Yeah, no, they yes. went they went way past WoW a while ago. Yeah. Uh which uh I did hear the community managers saying, you know, based on what WoW was what WoW was doing with the level squish, you right. know. Maybe so games did hear about that, but they said we have no intention of doing that right now. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it's one of the but, few because I know ESO stops at 50 and then they have kind of eye level things going on. And yeah. 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 It's just a, it's, it's a mental gymnastics. Like Marcus wants to get to end game and wow, but he looks at like, I could have get 120 levels. That's hard. right. Right. Whereas you tell him, Oh no, you just have to get, you know, to level 60, 50 whatever, right. Well, right. 50 and then 60 once Shadowlands comes out, you're like, oh, that's See? much more achievable. Even yeah. like Final Fantasy 14 now getting a character up to 80, while mm-hmm. it's not that arduous, it's still the mental gymnastics of like, okay, I got to 50, I got an ARR, I got 50 to 60. Uh, you just kind of go, okay, we got 20 more levels to go. So yeah. right. being level 60 in Lord of the Rings, I thought it was like close to level cap. Uh, nope. I got seven levels to go. Not even halfway. Yeah. Which, I mean, with that, you know, there's plenty of content out there to do still. Oh, yeah. Which is really nice. You know, especially if you're if you're in there for, I just want to do the story. There's plenty of story stuff out there Which the one cool thing that I, that keeps me coming back to Lord of the Rings. I've been playing this for over nine years now mm-hmm. is going through the Epic story. Yeah. It's not one of those where you're going through the book, uh, the books, you know, thing by thing, but you can see where you're, just off the page right 
It's it's it, like it, it, you run into the fellowship or a mention of the fellowship, and then you veer off. Yes, which you can see that based on what you are doing, you can if you read the quest text and all that stuff, you can see, okay, I can see where this, the reason why the fellowship had it so easy is because I was over here doing right, this. Right, right. Yeah. So even yeah. though you're not the hero of that story, you're the hero of your own story. Absolutely. While the other big stuff, you know, yeah. while the other big stuff is going on in the world, you're doing big stuff over here. Yeah. Absolutely. That's and great. It's, it's, it's really neat. And the way that they've done it, is they've taken a sen- a sentence that Tolkien has said and just created a whole zone and a wow. whole area out of it just based on a sentence. Yeah. Hmm. That's astounding. Yeah. Like here's the seed of an idea sentence. and here's the plan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh which I mean also right now one of the cool things that Standing Stone has done is if you open up in game, if you open up the Lotro store now through the end of August and under the redeem code, you punch in the redeem code Lotro free quests, uh, quests as in plural quests, all one word Lotro free quests, then you will get all the current zones not the expansion packs, but the zones up through the one that we are currently in. Oh, wow. That's great. That's That's great. Which for them to do that, you know, yeah, there's a lot of content out there, Mm -hmm. which normally you would have to pay for. Yeah. But, you know, with Standing Stone games, they have two games that are under their umbrella. Lord of the Rings Online and Dungeons and Dragons Online. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they've pretty much done that with both games. Hey, here's this. Yeah. Right. You know, have it. Yeah, because they just want people to play. They want people to enjoy yep. the game and not try and nickel and dime them to death. Um, I was looking on the the online store, and it's like, here's, you know, 12 months for 100 bucks, And if you think about it, that's actually a really good yeah, price compared to paying $15 a month or mm-hmm. you know, $12 a month at a discount. So it's very nice. Yeah. Which, I mean, also another thing that they've done is you can also, if you don't want to spend real money, you can, uh, you can acquire Lotro points through deeds and through in-game play. Yep. And right now through the end of August, you can get all the expansion packs, uh, expansion quest packs, except for Mordor and Ministerth, with the which are the two most recent ones, for 99 Lotro points apiece. Oh, okay. That's so one thing even I if didn't you look bought, at is I have no idea how many points I have. Yeah, which I mean, it's one of those where even if you bought Lotro points, they cost you 10 bucks, you can get all except for the two most recent ones if you decide to spend real money. Yeah, mm-hmm. on that. So that's good, that's awesome. Uh, you know, 
Also, right now, there's a through July 14th, we have they created a new server. Uh, it's an event server which has mm-hmm. special rules. Which right now it's a PvP server. You ha- you do have to be VIP mm-hmm. to get on there. But right now it's Tournament of the Twins. You create a character, you get up to level ten, and you choose one of Elrond's twin sons, Eldon or Elro here. Which team you're gonna uh, support, mm-hmm. and you do D. But there's also a PvP. You can battle and attack someone of the other team as long as they're not in safe zones. Right. Uh, so, and that's, I tried it out. It's really fun. It's not fun when you're a level 11 or 12 and a level 50. <laughs> no. Is, no, not at all. Yeah. A level 50, which is level cap right now, comes in just kills you in like one or two shots that's not fun but it's fun where you do have that added element of the pvp stuff yeah but uh which you do deeds which is what you need for your virtues and and all that stuff just those extra stats right which uh once that's over they're gonna let you transfer from this server to any server you want you'll have a couple weeks to a month to do that and then they're gonna completely wipe the server and then they'll probably bring up another event so this is a special event server which is really neat cool it kind of reminds me of seasonal characters in diablo yes a little bit yeah very cool. Yeah, my, uh, but the one, the really exciting stuff that's coming up is update twenty seven, which it could be as soon as this coming Tuesday. All depend on the uh, QA check that mm-hmm. they do. But some of the really cool stuff that I'm really excited about is coming up. Like if you've seen the movie or you read the book. You know, one of the really big things at the end is the wedding of Aragorn and Arwen. Right. And that's actually coming. And it's going to be Epic Volume 5, Book 1, which will be free to everybody. Oh, nice. So you will actually get to quest and do uh, get to see the wedding. Uh, there will be a festival around it. And it will be a recurring yearly festival. But the wedding quest will be available all year long. Oh, very nice. So that's really neat. That's one of the things that some of us have been waiting on is the when's the wedding coming about? Yep. <laughs> Which, you know, with that, with the wedding coming about, you know, how you have, uh, you have daily and if you're VIP, you have weekly Hobbit gifts, you know, just little free gifts and all that stuff. What's the gifts are going to be, there's going to be a wedding theme to them. And if you can get, it's all RNG, but if you can get the different tiers and you'll get an extra cosmetic 
uh, gift and celebration of the wedding. So really cool what they're going to have for that. Uh, another really cool thing, which some people are excited about is with, you know, if you've watched the movie or read the books, then the battle of Helm's deep, you know, there's a big old battle at Helm's deep, which what at the time turbine did is they created what they call epic battles. And it's these really big battles. They can take anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour to do. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Well, for the epic story, you have to go through them if you want to continue with, with the story. Now they're doing story tales where it'll give you a story-focused alternative to epic battle for Helm's Deep. Me, I love it. So if you want to see the epic battle and you want to run with somebody, I'm always here. I'm always available. I'll do epic battles because I think they're fun. Because I'm weird like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, just to make sure, the, the redeem code, did I get it right in the show notes? Uh, there's an S at the end. Okay, cool. It is so tagged. All right. So we'll have yes. that redeem code in the show notes. Awesome. Yes. Uh which also, if those of you who have been coming to SNL pretty frequently and you've heard me talking about, hey, check out my premium house, or me talking about my, hey, I got a premium house, and you're sick and tired of it, and you're like, okay, how good is his premium house? Well, one of the cool things is that they're bringing, which I'm hoping that premium houses will be included in this, is that... If you if you have a kin house like AIE does, mm -hmm. then you can visit. Uh, then you can designate each person can designate a house as their primary residence. Oh, cool! Which I have a house in the Breland housing area, and I have a premium house which I paid for with somewhat real money, right? With Metro coins. So uh, if I designate my uh, premium house now as my primary residence, then there's a way to where if you're a member of the kin, you can travel to my premium house and check it out and visit it and Very see cool. and everybody else in the kinship who has a kinship or guild that has designated one as their primary residence. So we can jump from house to house if if we want to. Very neat. So it's kind of like visiting the strongholds in Sotor. Absolutely. Cool. Very cool. But I know like one of the things that I've worked on to get in mind is I have a, a vendor, to put it in Sotor terms, I have a vendor, I have a person who can who you can access your different vaults mm -hmm. in your wardrobe from straight out of my stronghold. Oh, okay. 
It's handy. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, which, with the wedding, they're upping the amount of trade points that you can have. These are just extra stuff as you level up and as you do quests. You know, they make some of your skills stronger. Uh, you can have different focus, whether you want to be a tank, healer, stuff like that, all depend on the class that you have. When you start upping that to 96, you can only spend 95 because that gives a little bit of flexibility on how you spend it. Which there's a bunch of stuff to that. Stuff that's coming up later in the year. Uh, one of the things I'm really excited about, especially if you heard me talking about Rohan, the area of Rohan during the Where to Start event, on how much I love Rohan. Rohan Premium House is coming probably about the end of July. One of the things that makes this really cool is uh, you have horses, you have mounts that you collect, that you work hard for. They're going to have a stable to where you can show off some of those horses, some of those mounts that the other areas don't have because, well, it's Rohan. Yep. And also the legendary items are going to be updated later this year, which right now, which Tets, you're level 60, you're in the middle of uh, legendary item stuff. It's confusing. It's confusing to explain. You had to have been around it for a long time to begin to understand it. But that is going to get revamped, and I'm going to be in there to try and get my head around it for when that time comes, I can help people out from the get-go when awesome. that goes live. Yeah, that's that's one thing I remember is leveling up weapons and you know putting experience into them and then you once you got the experience you could rank the weapons up and you had different weapons and yeah that whole that whole system I need I need a refresher on yeah which the way the system is now you know that's really easy you know I can give that refresher to anybody who wants or needs it uh also because now that I've brought my main character that I've had for over nine years over to Langevall server and is in AIE, if you feel that weapon is getting, if anybody feels that their legendary weapon is getting out of the out of date, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, because roughly every five to ten actual levels uh, that your character gets, you probably should be looking at replacing it. Right. You know, I do have a character who can craft your, the first stage, which are your, the best ones weapons. I don't mind doing, you know, I have plenty of other of the materials and all that stuff to where I don't care to just (laughs) craft it for Gilby. That uh, is awesome. the AI way. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Have yep. a whole fair on that. Yeah. Yep. 
but right now that's all I have. There's plenty of stuff that's about to come up that's really exciting stuff. You know, we there there is class changes, but there's a lot going on right now. And yes, Marcus, we do have updates at least twice <laughs> twice a year in Lord of the Rings Online. <laughs> We'll have to have you over next over on the show next time. There's one of those big updates, and have you go over all that great information for sure. Yep, exactly. absolutely. There are rumors about an upcoming expansion pack. It might be next year, but there's another expansion pack coming. Cool, fabulous. And don't forget, there is the Lord of the Rings channel in Discord. If you have questions, pop them in there. If Maylung doesn't get to them, other people will. We've got people in Discord that are playing all the games. So just hop in the Lord of the Rings channel. Ask the question. Doesn't matter how dumb it is. Trust me. It's not really a dumb question. Someone else has that same question. Uh, You know... And this happens in all the games. You play the game for so long, you just assume everyone knows what you know about game mechanics, game systems, and stuff like that. And somebody comes and asks a question, you realize, you know, for a new person, that's not obvious. That's actually a good Ah, question. So don't hesitate to ask the questions. This is a family-friendly, you know, ask the question place. We'll help you out the benefits of being in a guild absolutely <laughs> yep so. yeah and, and one of the things you uh on top of that you know i've heard you know it has been on the show before uh one of the times that marcus was on it talking about this guild you know don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to ask a would someone run this with me, no matter what game it is, because this guild is an awesome guild. Don't be afraid to put it out there. You know, with me and Lotro, I'm trying to get a character in every level range. So I, I'm there to help out when you need it, when you want it. And that's an example of one of the reasons why we're so fabulous is members like you that say, hey, I want to make sure that I can help out a guildie no matter where they are in the game. Yes, which even in the starting areas, which for me, I can get through those in well under an hour and do everything in there. But I keep a character in the two main starting areas just for that because that's separate from the rest of the world, which as yeah. soon as I get them through that last bit, I You're can't, right. they cannot yeah. go back. Yep. But that's all I got for right now. Well, Until next time. Well, thank that's you. Awesome. More than enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, let's go ahead and close our show for tonight. Um, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, uh, we want to thank Mailug for joining us. So thank you. Yep. Cool. Not a problem. Thank you. And don't forget, uh, well, there's there's probably doing something uh, right now still with the streaming event, so don't forget to join in on that if you've been watching the first live. They are. Cool. Uh, It should be STO with Dent, right? And then we're going to raid for Call of Duty with Marcus later. Yes. Exactly. So maybe we can can raid him. There you go. So, yeah, go ahead and jump over there once we're done here. Um, and, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug me along any Twitter or anything like that? 
Uh, no, I'm mostly in Discord. I have Twitter, but if you see a post from me, it's probably someone else doing it. <laughs> All righty. All right. And if you have questions or comments for our show, you can email us at podcast.aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at The Mew Cow. I am at Cyberwaif. And Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger. We're live. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join in the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast. Um, wow. Hyphen <laughs> live, hyphen stream. Well, I suddenly lost the ability to, uh, what those words means. Dash. Okay. Um, <laughs> and our Discord server for the chat is aie-guild dot info slash discord our theme was composed by the amazing andrew allen follow him with keys with soul or visit his website andrewallenmusic.com symbols are hard oh my gosh i don't know what happened (laughs) and now it's time to play all of the great ai member segments received this week including well you know what all of the great ai member segments Go look at the streaming weekend. You'll see all of the great AI members. All right. And next time we'll be talking to Shoujo, then Kenya, and the Hordling to talk about Animal Crossing. Yep. Um, maybe by then we'll have the uh, summer update to uh, even talk about, too. Oh, so. we, sh- we should. Isn't that yep. the third? I yeah, think so. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. We'll have more exciting stuff to talk about. So until then, AIE, uh, this is Mucow. Kala. This is Tetsami. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>